friends, I am doing something new for the month of August, and I can't wait. I've opened up a human design accountability group. We are going to be meeting on Zoom Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central Time for four weeks in August, August 8th through the 29th. We'll meet for about an hour, maybe a little bit longer if you've got tons of questions. And this is a small group. This is limited to only 30 participants, so you'll definitely get time to ask questions and share and participate. So what even is this? It's not a class. It's not a big commitment. It's not a huge learning experience. It's an opportunity for you to have a little bit of accountability, a little bit of a kick in the pants to start applying your human design chart to your life. Start really living by your design. Because it's one thing to listen to the podcast or read books or think about human design, but it's a whole other skill to figure out how to actually live it. Now, I have been getting bombarded by you with questions about your chart over on Instagram and TikTok, and you've been emailing me, and I'm all for it. I love it, but I can't keep up. So I'm going to direct all of my energy to answering questions to those of you who are in this group. Something else that occurred to me while I was running the course Manifest with Madeline is that the participants were telling me that they wished that they had a bigger community of friends or family or just other people they knew who they could chit chat about human design with. And I feel that. I have a few friends and I have some family that are into it, but not everybody knows about this and not everybody's interested. So you have an opportunity to just chit chat your little heart out and have fun in these accountability groups and get to know other people that are also into human design. So even if you don't have any massive questions, or even if you feel like you've already really mastered your chart, it's just going to be tons of fun, tons of laughs, and a little bit of a kick in your butt. So all levels are welcome. You could be brand new to human design. You could be very experienced and you're just invited to join. So come and get inspired and motivated and get some help from me about your chart. And I hope to see you there. I'm going to be putting the link for this down in the show notes below, but you can also find it in the link in my Instagram bio. So I know not all the podcast players have links below. So just go to my Instagram bio, click on the link, and it's going to be the first one up there. Now, this is only available until it fills up. Remember, there's 30 spots. It's already been filling up because the announcement went out yesterday to my whole email list. So I hope there's still spots available by the time you check. But if there's not, then stay tuned because maybe I'll keep this going. You know, if it goes well, if you guys like it, if I feel lit up by it, then why not just keep it going? But in the meantime, this is happening in August of 2023. And I'm so excited to see you inside the Human Design Accountability Group. This is the Beginner's Guide to Human Design. I'm your host, Madeline Evergreen. This podcast makes understanding your human design chart super simple and easy. Have you ever looked at your chart and seen all those shapes, lines, arrows, and numbers and gotten lost in the descriptions? Me too. After countless hours of practice and study, I'm here to break it down for you. Now let's get into today's episode. 
The topic of today's episode is the projector's not-self theme. In the last three episodes, we went through the manifestors, then the generators, then the MGs, the manifesting generators, not-self themes. Now we get to the projectors. And I have to say, it seems to me, uh, how do I put this, that projectors and reflectors come to me the most with misinterpretations about, about their chart. Not everybody, for sure, but I hear from projectors and reflectors almost daily that are disappointed that that's what their energy type is, and they say phrases like this, oh, I don't have any energy, or projectors say, oh, I'm really upset because I can't work and I just have to lay around and rest all the time, or reflectors will say, that I don't have anything unique about me, I'm just nothing without anybody else, and I'm only here to serve people. Those statements are your interpretation, and you can absolutely make that true for yourself. But that's not what human design is saying. That's absolutely not fact about your type. There's absolutely nothing in human design that's just good or bad. It's all neutral information, and then you can sway things. You can make things better or worse for you. So if you want to identify as a projector, as somebody who has no energy at all and you cannot work because you have to rest all the time, then that is what you're going to do. But I can almost promise you that that attitude and that choice is going to make you feel bitter. And what is bitter? Bitter is the not-self theme for a projector. And we're going to get into exactly what bitter means, how that feeling happens, and then what you search for instead. What feeling should you be seeking instead? And how do you do that? Because as a projector, I want you to feel incredible. You have just as much ability to have an amazing life as anybody else. And there's no reason why you can't. Before we jump into all those amazing teachings, let's read the review of the week. And this one is really fun. Oh my goodness. I picked it out over on Apple Podcasts. It's a five-star review and it's got about 20 different adorable emojis. Here's what it says. The best human design content on the internet. I'm so grateful for this podcast. I binged all 43 episodes in just a few days, and I am bursting at the seams to hear more. Human design is my new obsession, and Madeline makes it so easy to digest. I'm a manifester woman with three kids, two manifestors and one generator, and I've struggled a long time to understand my purpose in life, but this podcast helps me clarify things that I thought were contradicting about me before. I feel so validated and really it's helping me fall in love with the cra- with my crazy self. Also, breathwork has been calling me lately, so I'm thrilled that she offers that. Can't wait to join a session. Thank you for being amazing. All right, that's awesome. I love that review and I'm so glad that the podcast is helping you. Now, so many people tell me that they binge the podcast, like this person said that they binged all 43 episodes in just a few days and I love that. But if you are one of those people that binge the podcast really quick, I highly recommend going back and re-listening to every single episode and taking notes. So that's going to help you really get this information sinking in or even join in the human design. Oh my God, I forgot what it's called. Um, accountability group. 
there it is, the Human Design Accountability Group in August, and you're going to just get that information like embedded into you. So thank you to the person that wrote this incredible five-star review. You win the prize. I am going to answer a big, juicy, detailed human design question about your chart. I'll make a video. I'll post it so that you can rewatch it as much as you want. And you can reach out to me on Instagram. Find me at healthy underscore Madeline. Tell me the username you used to write that review and send me your question and the prize is yours. Anybody else who would like to win the prize, here's how you enter the drawing. Write a review on Apple Podcasts or Audible or wherever you can write a review and each week I'll select one and read it. And if it's yours, you win. All right, let's get back into our topic of the projector's not self theme. So a a not-self theme is the one word that tells you that you're out of alignment. There are lots of ways to be able to know that you're out of alignment, but to make it simple for yourself, it's the not-self theme. That's essentially what it is. And for projectors, it's the feeling of bitterness. So bitterness is that feeling you get when you're like, ugh, why can't they just do things the way that I can see they should do things? Or why can't she do it that way? Or why is she making those choices? Or it can even be feelings of jealousy or feelings that people are overlooking you or they're not listening to you or they don't really see you. They're not validating you at all. Or maybe you feel incredibly misunderstood. I've got some projectors in my life, including my mother, who I can 100% see these bitter qualities in when things are not going her way or stuff is just really not working. She gets these feelings of being misunderstood, like nobody can understand what I'm saying. Why isn't anybody listening properly? And everybody's making bad choices around me. That is how the projector knows that they're out of alignment. Now we need to take a step back and remember the strategy. The strategy is like one of the most important parts of everybody's chart. And for a projector, the strategy is called waiting for the invitation. So a projector really does need to wait to share their wisdom. Remember that a projector is here to be giving advice, giving their unique perspective that only they have, sharing wisdom. But they shouldn't just go around giving unsolicited advice because that's going to make them feel terrible. That's going to give them that bitter feeling because other people will either ignore them or other people will respond badly. So a projector needs to wait for the invitation. They need to literally wait for somebody to open up their mouth and ask the, the projector for their advice. So it might look like this. Hello, projector. Could you please share your perspective on this issue I'm having? Or, hey, could I ask you for some advice? Or, what do you think about this issue that's going on? Or, what would you do in this situation? So, the person needs to actually ask you, the projector, a question like that. And then the second piece here is that you need to feel that that person truly wants an answer from you and they trust you. And they're not just asking out of boredom or to be polite or because they quote unquote think they should be asking you, but they actually need to be like energetically receptive to the answer from you. And if you sense that that person is not actually up for an answer, then it's up to you to hold back and maybe just say something like, I don't know, or you know, I don't really want to share or just change the subject or give a really light piece of advice that's not really very deep if you really sense that they're not actually wanting the information from you. 
So again, waiting for the invitation is two things. One, literally waiting for the person to ask a question of you. Two, you sensing that they truly want you to answer it and they're not just asking out of shoulds, like they should ask. Now, what do you do in the meantime? This is what all projectors always ask me. What do I do when I'm waiting for the invitation? Just sit around and watch Netflix and do nothing? No, a projector is meant to be spending their time working on themselves, resting so that they can have the energy to go out and do the work that they think should be done. Uh, They need to spend time crafting their own skills, working on their own skills and crafts, really diving into their own interests. So if you're a projector and you don't know what you're supposed to be doing with your time, look at either what you're naturally gifted at or what you're interested in doing. And it doesn't matter if it's something important or impressive. Just start diving into those things and learning. Maybe it's dance class. Maybe it's knitting. Maybe it's studying I don't know, structured water systems. Maybe it's farming and you actually don't know anything about farming, but let yourself indulge in the interests that you have or the natural skills that you already have and stop worrying about everybody else. Because when you just dive into your own learning, it seriously pumps up your projector aura and makes you one of those people that people will just gravitate towards to ask questions. As a projector, when random strangers start walking up to you and asking you questions, you know that you're doing this waiting for the invitation thing right. You know that you've been focusing on yourself enough and you're not sitting and worrying about everybody else and meddling in other people's lives. So that's really great because that means most of the time you get to be focusing on what you are interested in and what you are good at. And then when the questions come, that's when you share your wisdom. So when you do that correctly, guess what you're going to feel? Success. So for the projector, their self-theme or their one word that they're seeking to feel is success. Remember, the other energy types have things like satisfaction or peace. Well, the projectors want to feel success after any kind of interaction or after doing anything or finishing anything. And this is oftentimes why projectors become really obsessed with their career or their work. Um, Again, my mother, she's a projector and she gets really into things and she's had very successful businesses and she's just a very, very driven, hardworking woman. But what absolutely wrecks her is her thinking or trying to work, 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 work. Like hours and hours and hours of time put into something burns out a projector, even if it's something you love and enjoy. So this is where a projector needs to act very differently than a generator or a manifesting generator. A projector is not here to trade time for success or trade their time for a paycheck or trade their time for a result. No. I know that's how you think the world works, but that's just what we've been shown. A projector is here to trade their wisdom for success or their wisdom for a paycheck or their wisdom for any kind of good result. 
So it doesn't matter about how long something takes. A projector could spend five minutes on something that would take another person six or seven or 12 hours. Literally, projectors know how to just zone in and do something so efficiently, so efficiently. So any projectors out there, stop wasting time because you think that more hours equals better. You're going to get bitter when you overwork. So only put in the time that it actually takes for you to get something done. And it's going to be probably pretty quick compared to other people. And then spend the rest of your time resting. But I am so sick and tired of people thinking that projectors need to nap for resting. Maybe sleeping is a wonderful form of rest. But resting for a projector really just means doing things that don't feel like work for them. Maybe it's reading or writing or studying. Maybe it's actually practicing for a presentation, but that actually feels restful to you. Maybe it is um, organizing things or cleaning at home. Maybe it is napping or doing getting a massage or having some health appointments and treatments. Maybe it's watching a movie. Maybe it's going for a walk or having an exercise class. Who knows? But for a projector, they need to spend time in their day, the majority of their time, doing things that don't feel like work to them, things that feel rejuvenating, healing, and bring in maybe some inspiration or something that feels good for them. So projectors do not have to just lie around sleeping or napping or watching TV all day, but they do need to give themselves more downtime. I I even put that word into um, kind of an iffy area, but they need to take themselves out of work mode more than other people because remember they are here to trade wisdom for for a paycheck or for money or for success. They're here to trade the wisdom, not their hours and hours and hours of work. So here's how it should look. A projector should be focusing on, you know, mastering their own crafts, learning skills, focusing on their own healing, their own health, their own life. And then when people ask them for advice, that's when they can share their wisdom and that's their work. That is literally their gift to the world. And that if you're, you know, trying to craft your career and you're a projector, see if you can put yourself in a position where the the value you provide to your boss is your wisdom. Your wisdom. I'm going to say that again. Your wisdom. Why I'm saying that so much is because a projector doesn't necessarily do well just trading time. Now, this is something that we can get so, so, so um, nuanced with because let's say you have an hourly job. Like, let's say that you actually work at a cash register. And you're literally working eight hours and then you get a paycheck and you're a projector. Do you have to quit your job? No, but you do need to adjust your attitude and look at the way that you do things. So you need to see all those hours that you're there at the cash register as an opportunity for you to observe how things work and get really, really, really good at serving the customers and using the machine and bagging the stuff and knowing if something's out of stock and using the phone, all of your tasks, you want to get really good at it. So you focus on yourself, focus on your skills. Who cares if it seems like something insignificant because it's not. 
And then when a customer asks you a question, that's your opportunity to shine. And you think of yourself as there to serve the customer and to serve your boss or serve your superiors or serve the other staff that work at that place. So when people ask you something, you really have some wisdom to share because you've been so present at that cash register and you see how something could be better or improved or more efficient and you can actually help make the whole situation better. But instead, what often happens with projectors in that type of situation is that they're angry, they're, they're upset that they're there spending time there's that word time, wasting all day at this dumb old cash register doing mindless, busy work. Well, that's going to make you feel bitter for sure. Absolutely. So if you need to keep that job and you're not able to change jobs, change your attitude and see how can you serve the customers? How can you serve the business better with your wisdom? And I can promise you, one, you're going to feel better. Two, you're probably going to get promoted. Or you're going to absolutely love your job and it's going to be so much more fun for you. And you're going to feel success. You're going to feel so much success when that customer asks you a question that only you can answer because only you have actually paid enough attention to have thought of that. So that is how a projector feels success or bitterness. Now, some more conditioning. Um, Oftentimes, projectors get labeled as know-it-alls. And they are, but they're also not. So technically, projectors actually do know a lot, and they do kind of know it all. They don't know everything. But I've really, really improved my relationship with the projectors in my life by just, you know, quieting that ego part of me that thinks that I know better. Because actually, the projectors in my life almost always know better, whether I like it or not. So I, as a manifesting generator, have actually harnessed the projectors in my life to get ahead and to get smarter because they almost always have the best advice. I used to get really mad when my mom, the projector, would give me unsolicited advice. It would just make me so mad and then I couldn't even focus on what she was saying because I was so irritated. And it's not that she should be giving me unsolicited advice at all, no, but when she does, I've realized now as a manifesting generator that it's right. It's almost always the best advice. And if I take it, I'm more successful and then I get more satisfied as a manifesting generator and I feel more peace instead of fighting against the fact that she's this wise projector. And that goes for all the other projectors in my life as well. They are here to see things in a unique way. So they literally do actually know a lot just inherently and Not everybody is always ready to take it. So if you are a projector, don't act like a know-it-all. Know for yourself that you do know a lot. You are really wise. You do actually carry the wisdom for the collective, for all the people. But not everybody knows that and not everybody's ready. So focus on yourself. Focus on your own skills. Focus on feeling good and giving yourself the rest that you need. And then other people are going to start detecting that you're this incredible projector and you've got all this wisdom to share. And then you're going to feel so successful in those 
interactions. And one more thing I do want to say is that this is literally how manifestation works. A lot of people think that manifesting is doing a ritual or casting a spell or doing affirmations until something comes true. And those are manifestation activities. Those are things that you could do if you wanted to try and manifest something. But manifestation is literally just every single thing in every single situation that you have in your life. Open your eyes right now. Look around you. Look at your bank account. Look at your relationships, your friendships. Look at your stuff. That's what you've manifested. Whether it's good stuff or bad, whether you meant to or not, that's a manifestation of your life. That's literally what you've attracted, and that's what manifestation means. So why am I talking about this? Because when a projector is in alignment, you will see tangible proof of that word success as money, the dream relationship you've been calling in, the home you've been calling in the job you've been wanting, all of the manifestations that you want as a projector come to you as a result or a proof of your success. And remember, I'm saying the word success, not just randomly. That's your self theme. So when a projector is following their strategy to wait for the invitation, and then somebody asks them a question about advice or wisdom and the projector shares that wisdom in alignment in an aligned way that makes them feel successful and what is going to be a result of that successful interaction something will manifest money a better relationship a friendship, an opportunity, something in their life will manifest because of a successful interaction. It's literally how manifestation works. And that can apply to all of the types. When you live according to your design, all of the incredible things that are really meant for you in your best life will come to you. They don't come to you because you do an affirmation. They come to you because you're living in alignment. And if you want that thing, it is meant for you. It just is. But it won't come if you are living in your not self theme. So if you want to be able to manifest, definitely start living in your self theme, chase that feeling in life, follow your strategy and have a big red flag warning go off in your mind every time you feel you're not self theme. And if this is something you want help applying to your life, then be sure to join my August group, my human design accountability group. I would love to have you there. I hope there are still spots available by the time that you are listening to this. And again, if you don't know where to find that, look in the show notes for the link or go to my Instagram link in my bio or DM me on Instagram and I'll send you the link. All right, that is all for now. Oh, one more thing. Thank you, everybody, who has been sharing the show over on Instagram. Oh, it just warms my heart. You've been tagging me and sharing. I just love it. I love to see who's listening. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a beautiful week, everyone. And next week, we talk about reflectors. I can't wait. Bye.